Welcome to the show. I'm James. I'm David. I'm Riley. And today we are discussing. It just says movie. I didn't <laughs> fill in my template. We're discussing Squid Game season one, all nine episodes. We'll laugh. We'll argue. We might get a little too into it. It's one of those shows. But at the end of the day, they're just. Damn it! It's a series. They're just. <laughs> ah! The show is called They're Just Movies. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Oh my goodness! Give me a spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> That's because there's lots of squids in the David's show. David's doing the spoiler alerts. Now. I don't want from to. now on. No, I know just for James Bond. I do all the, the other things. Okay, you're That's right. True. You're right. You're right. All right, David. What are you giving this movie out of ten? Do Al- that for us. Although its concept isn't fully original, the well-executed surprises and high and high concept satire carries the first half of the show. <laughs> but once the melodramatic middle school philosophy meanderings begin, the show loses the game. Oh wow! Seven out of ten. What a great oh, slogan. It was good. And might I add, we are just full of a weird combination of piss and vinegar today, hey? <laughs> this, is a, this is a weird vibe. David's yeah, yeah. like hyper, but mad. Yeah. <laughs> Riley's like sick. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I'm glad. Yeah, I'm, I'm chill. Too chill. <laughs> I don't know what I am. Just... Terminally chill. Or, oh, shit. <laughs> give, us, give us your rating. <laughs> um, okay, critiques of economic systems are so much more fun when they involve school uniforms and gruesome deaths. And there's no denying that Squid Game has given the internet much to ink about. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's not just a pun, it's a double entendre. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, nice. Ink about? I get I get think, it. Think no. and ink, right? You ruin it when you explain it. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Nice, 8. What did um, you say, David? 7. 7. Yeah. I All mean, right. yeah. I don't know, I'm not prepared to like super argue for a long time about it. But 7 and 8 well, aren't sl- that far off from each other. It's a Korean they drama. Okay. What'd you do? What'd you give it, James? The best episode is a 9.5. The worst is a 6. But hey, it's better than Bird Box. <laughs> it's not Which, a movie. That's not yeah, a but that was like the previous Netflix's biggest thing. What? So if this is going to yeah, be Netflix's biggest, biggest thing, movie. I'm happy. What about Bridgerton? That's the biggest show? Yeah. 7.25. Who okay. watched Bridgerton? I mean, a lot of people. I, didn't, I don't, I don't even know what Bridgerton is. Is that like a, a poor thing, poor man's Downton Abbey? Downton Downton Abbey? I don't even know how to say it. I, I guess literally poor man because they have Netflix, not cable. You guys are getting really into classist territory. I did watch the first episode of Bridgerton, and I was like, meh, until the end of the episode. I was like, what? What is it? Wow. it yeah, it's like, so this is a tangent. It's like Pride and Prejudice. This is what you call a tangent. We should get back on track after... This message from our sponsor, Private Internet Access VPN. PIA helps you hide your true IP address so that you can bypass geo restrictions and censorship. You can connect up to 10 devices at once, and it includes an internet kill switch. If your VPN gets disconnected <laughs> involuntarily, I guess squids have little beaks, isn't that yeah. weird? Yeah. PIA is available for Windows, Mac, Android, iOS, and even as a Chrome extension, so check it out at lmg.gg slash carpoolcritics. Okay. They're Just Movies is also supported by Vessie Footwear, famous for making shoes that are light, comfortable, and most importantly, waterproof. I'm rocking their latest edition, the Everyday Move, which are way cooler than the ones your old ones you're wearing. Well, they're both wearing. cool. No, these are way better. Um, it's called the Everyday Move. They're really nice. It's great for people who are adventurous and want a sportier look. They have enhanced breathability and added support. And you know what? They are slip-ons. Look at this. Oh, this is the only ow! thing I care about in a shoe. Who, oh. Nike, Adidas, slip-ons. That's what I want. But they aren't making them. At least Vessi is. Oh, man. So you can get your own and save $25 with our code. Um, it says short circuit here. There was. There was <laughs> you can just use the code short circuit. It's our other sure. channel. At sure. Vessi.com slash short circuit. I got my mine have been delivered, but I haven't put them on yet. Yeah, They're, yours are like kind of sandy color, Gobi. That's what I wanted. They look nice. I wanna. I will traverse the desert in them. Dune, baby, next week. Dune. Oh! Valley of Arabia. 
<laughs> no. Nope. Yeah. Actually, though, next week is Dune. <laughs> God damn it. It's, it's Dune. real. I'm too excited. Everyone buy six tickets so they make the sequel for sure. <laughs> I think Dude, they're going to I think they're going to do it anyways. Can you imagine if they didn't? Because this is only be part wild. of the this is we know that this is only like half the first book or something, right? It would if they don't make a sequel, it would be like Fellowship of the Ring comes out and that's it. And we never get Return of the King. We never get Which is The Two Towers. You, they didn't film it all though, right? No. Yeah, they they, that's started, the thing that's messed yeah, up, and they, they already finished filming like two years ago at this yeah. point, so it's messed oh up. If they All right. I wonder if they'll, even if they are, do go back to it, I wonder if they'll be able to recapture that that feeling or if it'll be so different. Who knows? Who knows? Plus, like, aging out, too. Yeah. Didn't Anyways, this but, is... Well, no, really, 40 in a couple but, years. But, what? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is not the Doom podcast. This is a Squid Game We're really podcast. here to talk about Squish Game. <laughs> Let me... Oc- Octo-jest. Want to know what happened in it? Sure. Also, spoiler alert one more time. This is the whole series. We're spoiling it. Ji-hoon. Gi-hoon, I mean. It says hard G. Gi-hoon, a divorced chauffeur in debt to loan sharks, accepts an offer to play a series of children games for a chance at a large cash prize. He is taken to a mysterious facility with 455 other indebted players, one of whom is Song-woo. So it's spelled Song-woo, but it's Song-woo. Anyways... Uh, he's Gi-hoon's former classmate, now wanted by police for embezzling money. Kept under watch by masked guards and overseen by the black-clad frontman, the players soon discover that losing means death, but each dead player adds money to the prize pool. Now knowing the stakes, the players vote to leave, but faced with insurmountable debt, most return to the games, now followed by police detective Junho, who poses as a guard to find his missing brother. Jihoon and Sangu form a motley crew with Ilnam, an old man with a brain tumor, Sae Byok, a North Korean defector, and Abdul Ali, a Pakistani immigrant. Pakistani? Surviving deadly games and brutal fights against the murderous gangster Dioksu, the team's members are eventually pitted against each other in pairs. Sangu defeats Ali by lying to him about the rules, Sae Byok's partner loses on purpose, and the old man lets Gihoon win for being such a good friend. Meanwhile, discovering the game is entertainment for uber-rich VIPs, Junho is found out and chased to a cliff where the frontman reveals he is Junho's brother before shooting Junho, who falls. Sebyok, Sangu, and Gihun al- alone survive the next game, but Sebyok is wounded, and when Gihun eh, and when Gihun goes to call for help, Sangu cuts cuts her throat, enraging Gihun. He defeats Songu in the final game, then asks the VIPs to let him and Songu leave alive without the money. However, Songu stabs himself in the neck, asking Gihun to help his mother. A victorious but traumatized Gihun returns home to find his own mother dead. One year later, after barely touching the prize money, Gihun receives a game invitation and is shocked to find a barely alive Ilnam who reveals himself as the game's mastermind. Ill as fuck. <laughs> Ilnam bets Gihun that no one will help an unconscious man they see on the street. Ilnam loses and then dies. Gihun then dyes his hair a disgusting red, retrieves Sebyok's brother from his orphanage, leaves him and half of the winnings with Songu's mother, and is about to leave Korea to reconnect with his daughter when he sees someone being recruited for the games. Gihun snatches the player's card and calls the phone number, demanding answers. The frontman orders him to get on his plane, but Gihun hangs up and walks away, determined to not take care of those two kids. Yeah, <laughs> well, stop the game. Yeah, we don't really know what he's doing. Uh, I don't know how I he would that stop last it. Episode. He's gonna go be the detective next season. And the detective's gonna be the participant next. Season. Because nice. the de- you think the detective's alive? Oh, 
if you don't see a character die on TV, they're still alive. Well, so this is a, <laughs> this is the thing because I feel like I forget who it was specifically, but um, the people I, I was watching this with were like, I thought that somebody was definitely not dead, but then turns out they were dead, and I forget which character. I mean, it was. it's he's definitely sh- uh, Schroeder, Schrodinger's, not Schroeder or Schrodinger's Schindler's. detective. <laughs> uh, first it was Schindler's Schrodinger's fist detective, where he could Schindler's be, cat. Schindler's. <laughs> He could be, he could be dead. Like they could write him to be dead, but he definitely could be alive as well. He got shot in the shoulder, same place as his brother who yeah. lived. So, regardless, but, but he fell off a cliff. Yeah. Re- regardless, it's oh, a no. nice open ending because yeah. you know uh, apparently they didn't know when this uh, show was first written whether they would do more of it. Which so is it's, wild. It's kind of like a conclusive ending while still leaving it open. Yeah. I never would have guessed that based on like <clears throat> what happens. Like there's so many like big wait time wasters in this season that go nowhere that I expected like oh they're just planting the seed for season two like there's like whole subplots like that the whole detective subplot goes nowhere well what do you mean unless they're gonna do something with season two like it does not matter that the the front man is that guy's brother who fucking cares ah yeah mm, I don't know preach I feel like I feel like uh well I thought it was interesting at the very least because it shows you know, if you're if you're taking this whole season as a a, con, a contained thing, yeah. and like there aren't going to be more more afterwards, uh, I thought it was interesting. You know, given that the whole thing is obviously an allegory for capitalism and the the whole system. What? And, what? <laughs> huh? Um, the fact that uh, the front man was a former player yep. who was like indebted, obviously, and he went through the game, he won. Yep. But now he's been assimilated into the infrastructure. Like I like, Elon Musk. I like that. But you can do that in two minutes, not hour and a half of worth of content. That's true. That's and that's what I feel with about this show overall I, is that you can tell that it was very quickly stretched from ten one a movie to nine episodes. He for ten years he been thinking about this as a movie and he refined it. And there's so many good ideas in this. It was originally a movie. It was originally a movie. Right. And that's what he was pitching for ten years, mm. and you can kind of tell at one point it just like quickly expanded into a TV show, and it's it's loose, man. This now, is like, this is like what I hate about TV is when it's like. It is not tightly integrated. There okay, are so but, many loose ends. There is like lots of okay, lots but, of dead weight in this show. Uh, I I felt the same way. However, mm-hmm. I um have learned that this is kind of a thing in Korean drama and Asian dramas in general. They really drag things out. <laughs> <laughs> They're like they really well, want Dragon Ball Z. Well, sure, ah! yeah. I mean, sure, that's a good example. But like, you know, where a Western piece of media would be, maybe be like, oh, this character's feeling conflicted, and he's like, oh, he feels guilt about something or whatever, and we spend a little bit of time with him where he, while he like wrestles with it. Mm-hmm. That might be like a scene, or mm-hmm. maybe a couple scenes in a movie in a Western thing, but in a Korean drama or an Asian drama, it's going to be like half an episode. See, the- and like the whole like like a, a running theme throughout the whole thing, and they just take like the monologues. Characters have, yeah, monologues have monologues in this. I don't hate that stuff. Internal though. monologues. I, mean. I like that they they take the time to develop a few more characters. Like if it was a movie, you wouldn't get the full like roster that you get of all the participants. But it's the stuff like like the organ harvesting subplot. Like mm. that uh, goes fucking at all. nowhere. So, and like that's like two hours of my life that'll never get back. I feel what like mean, I feel like nowhere. we could honestly. All, identify all that matters, all, all the, the parts. Yeah, I think the, we could identify them totally because that you. Could, it's really just about showing that like the games are quote unquote fair and like nobody is above it. But like it really doesn't matter the rest of it. That like there's like this particular doctor character. Like no, I think I'm on. I, I'm on the same what? page as you because I thought when they started to introduce it, I was like, oh, the game that they're in is just a small part of something way totally, bigger. Like totally. no, it's not. It's yeah. just some rogue employees. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but. That, I think that's what was interesting to me about it. It was like, okay, at first glance, all these soldiers seem like they're like 
towing the party line and they are, you know, the, there's no like extra weirdness going on within the organization. Mm-hmm. It's just the organization and the players. And then we find out that, oh, there's all this illicit dealings among the guards as well. So that's just like, I mean, yeah, they get But they caught. didn't lean into that. They could have had, they could have had that yeah. be way better. There could have been like some um, people getting preferential treatment and stuff. Well, I mean, they were like, the, the guy yeah. got an advanced warning, but there could have been like a relationship. It could have been all sorts yeah, of Yeah, but I shit. feel like, I feel like you're, at one, on the one hand, you're complaining about there being kind of like these extraneous factors. But then on the other hand, you're like, yeah, I want more time spent on the, on those factors. No, no, no. I think the, the, the point is not where the, it's just how good it is. It's how, it's how good each of these things is. It's not like, oh, there's too many things going on. Yeah. It's just that we spend time on this thing and it ultimately doesn't culminate yeah. in anything I will say compelling. that, like, yeah. I, I completely agree with you that the story of the police detective, like, too much time was spent on him just kind of, like, sneaking around and, like, I mean, we do learn some things like, oh, they mark the boxes when the victims are alive and so that's how they know to not incinerate them and, like, send them to the organ harvester people instead. Yeah. And so we like learn little things like that, but it's like, how important is that? Mm-hmm. I, I get that. But at the same time, I also, to bring it back to the allegory thing, I feel like the organ harvesting bit is like, if the games are an allegory for capitalism, this could be sort of a thing where the game, the, the institution, the system wants to just take this waste and, and destroy it, right? And like garbage, okay, mm-hmm. you know, capitalism makes excess and then doesn't make it available to people who need it. Whereas these guys are kind of like, Oh, we're going to, you know, they're doing criminal activity Mm -hmm. and they're stealing the organs, quote unquote, but they were just going to be incinerated otherwise. So it's like, I totally agree on the allegory level. I get it and I I like it, but it's just like contain it from one hour to six minutes. And like, that's the stuff that like, I bet there was a a really good scene in the movie that like quickly and efficiently got that idea across. Yeah. But because it's a TV show, they have to come back to it like six different times until he's dead. So this is, this is why I, hold on guys. Wait, wait, wait. This is why I feel uncomfortable giving it. Like we we talked about this when we did Parasite. It's kind of hard to give it a conclusive rating mm-hmm. because I'm like, is that something that I'm like, this is a bad feature and it would be a better show objectively if they didn't have this? Or is it something that's like more of a a trope of Asian drama? Well, I mean, we can only you can yeah, drawn you, out long you can only read it for your own taste. Yeah. But why don't we uh, do what we normally do, which is start with the things we like? You're right. Sure. You're right. There's at least like four characters in this show that I think are awesome. Amazing, awesome characters. characters. Might as well start with Gihun. He's yep. amazing. Yeah, I love how he grows and changes, and then kind of has a sort of a tragic end, but not. Yeah. Well, I th- I thought the ending did him dirty. A little bit, yeah. Because uh, I really like they spend like the first three or four episodes making him so reprehensible. He really has no redeeming characteristics. Right. Yeah. He's just like he's an addict. I see him as an addict. Yeah. yeah he's sure. a gambling addict. He's a fuck up. Oh my god. Yeah. When he steals his mom's debit card, <laughs> you're like, oh come on, yeah. no, not like this. Yeah. He's just a bad person. Yeah. He wins the money. He'd rather gamble than be at his daughter's birthday and. <sighs> yeah. So, but like, I what I really loved about the character is that he's a fuck up. But we learn that he has a good heart. Pretty early we learn that because he does care about well, his daughter. the games is like a rehab for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really yeah. is. He's like off. He's not able to. Well, he is gambling with the game. is a gambling thing, really. Sort but of. they get to have the, their teams and their sense of community there. There's there a moment where I wrote down like, oh, it's connection that they really need. <laughs> when they're out of team, when they're like, yeah, I'll be the major and you be the yeah, captain. Yeah. And they were they really they should have just stayed in the games forever at that point. Like imagine the outside was worse. Yeah. I feel like it's such a, uh, his character is kind of saying something about the system because when he's removed from like in the outside world, he's this huge fuck up, right? Mm -hmm. He does not have the inherent 
uh, know-how. He's kind of naive. He's kind of foolish with like his decisions, right? So and he's selfish. He's selfish. Yeah, I mean, he is selfish, but he's also I would call him more foolish than selfish because at the end of the day, what he's trying to do is uh, provide for his daughter or like be a good dad to his daughter, but he keeps fucking it up. He just yeah. he, no man. He's he totally does, selfish because his mom gives him money here. Here's okay. enough money to go to dinner with your daughter, and he goes to the horse track, and he it's not. But be, I think that's the addict. That's yeah. like not him. That's like the addiction. To, making that decision he goes to the horse race because in his mind that's the only real way to make money he he, in his mind it's like oh what am i gonna do get a job and work hard and do all the like like yes that would be the right thing to do but i view him as just kind of like operating on faulty information it's not entirely not his fault obviously he he does have a degree of selfishness and greed but i think that he on the spectrum of foolishness or greed i put him more on the foolishness side I think we're identifying though that he is complex and has layers, yes. and that like we are, he is. I believe I believe his choices. Yeah, which I, I really and like. I like how they unravel slowly to you that he has a good heart, yes. right? You know, and, totally. and like notice this is what I was saying that when he is removed from that system and put into a different system where Rat Park, <laughs> what's that? Never mind. Okay, keep going on. <laughs> Rat Race, Rat Park. What is this? It's an experiment for the eighties. Never mind. Addiction oh. literature. Have you seen, there's a TED talk about this. You haven't seen this? It's basically like you got, um, yeah, you have to explain it now. There's like rats that they offer like cocaine to in a, in like a water bottle and the rats when they're in a cage will go and eat the cocaine like until they starve and die. Oh yeah. Yeah. But then they put the rats in, in rat park, which is like a rat topia that they constructed. Yeah. That had, it had just everything. It had a lot of space and the rats got to be social with each other and freaking water slides, whatever. They didn't go for the and drugs. The drugs were still available. They didn't eat them. Right. So yeah, rat no. park is just, it's just like the basis of a kind of um, drug rehabilitation theory that just, it's, it's the that's, system that's against you. The world is messed up. It's not the individual so much. That stirred something in the memory of my uh, in my in my memory that stills there from my psychology degree. I'm like I'm <laughs> positive you've heard this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, before. that well, sounds I, familiar. I, um, oh. but wait, but what I was gonna say is that when he's removed from the system, put it into, into a different system where his mistakes and his particular ineptitudes in regards to like financial literacy and all this stuff doesn't really matter. All he has to do is be a good teammate and survive and. Uh, you know, be a good person. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really good at that, and people like him. Um, anyways, and he is a good person. Like he's the only one being like a man has died. Yeah, Everyone yeah. gets desensitized to death right away, and yeah. he still cares. Well, even like those actions where he decides to go with Ilnam, mm. he he teams up with him, and you're like, oh, he's like actually sacrificing his own well being for him. Like it's a lot. You, I, yeah, I really like when him. he tied his jacket around Ilnam's oh, pissy pants. Yeah, that was amazing. That was really nice. Well, and I love it as well because it. I mean, in retrospect, especially knowing that Ilnam was like the mastermind behind everything, it's like how much of this dynamic was Ilnam doing on purpose? Like, was Ilnam like trying to bring out the good side of him because he kind of like took a liking to him or something? Like, yeah. or was this all Gihun? And it had nothing to do with Ilnam's like machinations. Uh, it's it's that the show leaves you with these questions, and I love it. I do like those questions. We'll get to Ilnam later, but um, yeah. Well, and I think a, a really fun way to examine Gihun is to compare him to Sangwoo, yes. where like outside of the game, Sangwoo is clearly the more successful one, quote unquote. He obviously has all this debt that's following him, but he's a he big went to businessman. SNU he business went to school. SNU to snoo snoo. Death by snoo snoo. And even like when they, at the second episode, when him and Ali are kicked out and like they go to the, the store, like he has the resources to buy 
the food, like buy the the charger, do that stuff. So like outside of the game, he's more successful, and he seems like the nice guy outside of the game. Whereas Gihun outside of the game seems like a piece of shit. And then inside of the games, where like maybe you could argue it's like theoretical capitalism instead of like practical capitalism, mm. Gihun gets to succeed, whereas Sangwoo turns into an evil monster. And yeah. so I find that's an interesting like uh like duality of of examining kind of the same thing. And so it's kind of just like an individualism versus kind of team approach because Sang Wu is very competent and successful even within the game, but he's just he's more shrewd and he's looking mm. out for number one and he's trying to survive and he's gonna leave with the money. True. Whereas to Gihan, he he almost just wishes everyone would agree that the game's ended and we didn't get the money yeah. at like game seven or something. Yeah. Well, He's that's like, exactly if I could just keep hanging out with you people. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what he does. At the, I mean, it's funny though, because like the reason they go back is because they recognize that better to have a, uh, you know, a one in a whatever shot of getting this cash money than to spend out, like, you know, to remain out in the real world and try to like actually pay off your debt. Mm-hmm. Um, but like once you actually get in there, it's uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm con- kind of confused about Gihun's uh, motivation to come back. Yeah, like because I really buy him the first time he goes in. Well, I'm it's because like, yeah. he learns his mom is sick. Oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's her fair. medical bills. I, w- I had to leave out a bunch of stuff from the synopsis, but and does he know that his daughter's leaving before he goes in the first time? Yes. Okay. Before he goes yeah. in the first time, I don't remember. I guess what I was actually wondering about is is how Gihun is able to survive so well, given that he clearly, like, I, f- I did feel like he had plot armor at some points. Oh, inside the game? Yeah, because or? it's like, there's no real reason why this guy should have the skills or the anything to survive. Which game? Any of the games. Well, he was with Ilnam for half of that, and Ilnam always had the upper hand. He knew how to work the um, tug of war. The tug of war. That's right. That's yep. true. Ilnam protects him at some yeah. point. Ali saves him in the yep. in the first game. One. I, I really like the how he wins in the second game. Like that might be my favorite game where he it's the only one where it feels like he really outsmarts the game. And I wish the game had a little bit or there was a little bit more of that. Uh, but where Is he, that the honeycomb? The honeycomb one where he yeah. licks it. I'm like, oh, that's smart. He's like outsmarting the game. Like he's right. beating the the game at its own game. But uh, yeah, I don't know. There's like especially the later games. It doesn't feel like they're that clever. It doesn't feel like he, the way they're overcoming this is like that that clever it's just like yeah they're just playing the game and the bridge episode is the worst episode. oh it sucked the okay it's kind of boring yeah my favorite episode is the marble episode yeah that, Mar- that episode was amazing oh, the tension. i know there's so many cool like psychology moments in it yeah the first one being when they are picking teams yeah and then that woman gets picked last and she's like such a psycho i love that's another she's character i love character yeah yeah and she got uh did dirty by the by the um that's my phrase today yeah, <laughs> she got done did dirty by the um the yeah, subtitles. Have you seen that? Oh, oh yeah. No. Well, we should maybe touch on that real quick. Yeah, there's this TikTok uh, person who made a series. She's I think Korean American. She's bilingual, and she says that the um, subtitles are often really bad. I think there's a distinct, uh, she distinguishes between the closed captioning English yes. subtitles and then just the regular ones. But oh. the ones that are on by default, um, there's a there's a line in particular. There, there's a lot of lines that just don't have the subtlety. And the one that's most egregious is that character. Uh, she says something like, I'm a genius. I'll figure it out. But instead, she says, I'm a smart person. I was just never given the opportunity to learn. Oh. Which is a thing in Korea. Yeah. With, right. with people who aren't privileged. Yep. Yeah. So the thing with that is that the English closed captions are these subtitles, quote unquote, for the English dub. I believe. Oh, uh, okay. I might be switching them up. But one of them is the 
is the uh, subtitles for the English dub. I'm pretty sure that's the CC. And then the English non-CC is the actual translated subtitles. Okay. Where they translate the Korean into English, and that's the subtitles instead of... Because when you do a dub, when you do an audio English dub for a, for a foreign language thing, you have to, like, match up what you're saying yeah. to the lips. You have to change. Oh, change yeah. Man, to the flaps. That dub was bad. Was I it? didn't even bother. Yeah, so it. I put it on for a second because I was like... I had to binge it in one weekend. I'm like, maybe I'll like do some cleaning and stuff while watching. So I, I needed the English voice uh, so I could do stuff. Yeah. Put it on for 10 seconds. And I was like, <laughs> absolutely not. It yeah. is horrendous. No, I can't do it. I mean, and, and I'm saying this as someone who just just the other week, I went in and, and dubbed over some anime. <laughs> and uh, like I will say, as someone who has dubbed English onto Japanese language stuff, don't watch the dub. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. <laughs> watch, watch the original foreign language and put on subtitles. I mean... I don't think, I mean, I'm not going to get in trouble for this or anything. It's just, uh, most of the time, it's better. You get the more more emotion because, like, when you are trying to match the flaps and, and, and like, you, you sacrifice some of the emotion in the performance that could be there because you are, and you don't mean to, but it just ends up happening because yeah. of the timing. Well, they know? talk about actors, like, let's say you're in front of a green screen or you're, instead of talking to Dobby the house elf, you're actually just looking at a tennis ball on a stick. Uh, it's You get... A worse performance. You get a yeah, more authentic yeah. performance when you're in situ with a set that's built around you and everyone's in costume and stuff. And so if you're just dubbing, you can use your imagination, but that's not going to be as good. Right. And also, it's just weird when the voices don't match what the character you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I've, I've watched some things dubs in the past. It's just, it's just a sad fact of reality that most of the time, the English dub is just not going to be very good. Well, yeah. It's, there's, like, an extra element of... of interpretation there and sometimes the person doing the interpreting the translator just doesn't get it yeah and honestly that's a really important part even in video games and stuff the games that are japanese games the translation is so fucking important because like you the japanese language and korean language and english language are so different and like the subtleties are so different so you need someone that like understands the intent and can communicate the intent even though the words are different and it's mm. like that's really fucking hard and that's like a level of artistry that Especially I don't with asian have. cinema which always has those kind of uh, subversive undertones mm. throughout like mm-hmm. Parasite, you know, all, the subtext is huge in yeah. in this genre, I feel. So yeah. anyways, that character is dope, though. She's such She's a amazing. high self-monitor. We really have no idea who she is under it all. Right? The high self-monitor? Yeah, she adapts. Uh, whatever, whoever she's talking to, she's a different person. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I sure. heard it. I heard her. I thought, you don't know any of these psych terms. Don't you have a psych degree? I, she's, uh, you're using it as a noun? A it, high self-monitor? Yeah. I've, I've never heard that. I heard her, I heard <laughs> her acting one, described as a... Uh, <laughs> Nicholas Cage reincarnated as a Korean woman. Yeah, and I was like, I heard that too. Yep, oh. <laughs> like, it's so elevated. And I mean, like all She's got of the, the crazy eyes. Yeah, all of the acting in the show is very high energy, uh, except for a couple. But I, it, I really works for this. But hers, especially, man, I was transfixed every every time she's in a scene. I'm so excited by it. But I will say, uh, her main counterpart, which is the the mob dude, I think he is the worst actor in the show. I think he oh, sucks. Yeah, he like he he like. <laughs> jowl acts like most of his acting is his face jiggling and it's, like, hard, just, it's like, hard to know if someone sucks when it's subtitles I, I, I fair fair i didn't think but david they, still knows no no <laughs> i don't knows. i don't know but i he was the only actor that took me out of it everyone else was like either like amazing or like good but i, I he's kept pretty being, one note yeah i kind of just kept kept being reminded that oh that i'm watching someone act yeah i feel like i didn't blame it so much on his acting as i did on the writing for him maybe like you could be right, and maybe you know a different actor could have brought more nuance to the role. But like, I was just annoyed by how one-dimensional the character was, yeah. and how he didn't really have any—he didn't really seem to have any sort of motivations beyond like being a selfish prick. Yeah, and it's like 
the best characters have something that they actually care about, and they're being a selfish prick in service of that. Yeah, like the North Korean character. Yeah. Yeah, she, like she's a, a pick, pickpocket and a yeah. loner, and then you find out about her little brother and the, right. her plight having defected. It was super interesting. She's probably my favorite character. So. Yeah. yeah, it's like he was the, I mean, the villain. Uh, I guess since the organization is sort of in this, like we we don't know everything about them, and like Ilnam, maybe he's got some benevolence to him, or maybe not. Uh, I I don't know. But he was the this Diaksu guy was like hundred percent just bad guy. He was yeah. just I'm a I'm a bad guy well, and I want to murder people. I, I like the 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 flashback they give you of him outside of the game when it's like explained why like he's in debt and he had to escape and stuff like that's mm. a cool scene where like he immediately kills the guy and runs off the bridge and jumps yeah but you're right they never give him like any any redemption and like yep. i think even just a little bit and even if he goes back on it by the end of the show and like dies a villain like just a little bit would have gone so far for him yeah i agree we we see a little bit of like fear from him intent mm-hmm. in, instead of like uh intense i don't know bravado anger or whatever when yeah. uh, han minyo basically sacrifices herself to take him down with I her love that um and he used, we see fear on his face for like kind of the first time yeah. or in the marble game too oh that's true yeah yeah, Wh- yeah. which i liked and then i was like okay <laughs> i liked how much <laughs> i love that moment because his underling is like or his underling realizes that he has a chance to like basically one of them is gonna die so he's got nothing to lose at this point yeah he either wins or he dies so he's like, now I'm just going to be rude. Like, yeah. I'm just going to, like, talk like back that. to him as much. But before that, he's like, hey, what do we do, boss? Like, oh, boss, boss. Yeah, it's so awesome to to see hierarchies break down. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, the this whole world, it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> it's not real, pal. As soon as, yeah. like, the the odds are evened out, like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> once, once you kind of, like, uh, expose the structure yeah. at the root. Well, speaking of that, like, I love when they serve the Sprite and eggs. And then it's revealed that, like, it's a social experiment. We're not feeding them enough. So they fight and then he kills the person and then the money comes in and they realize there's no repercussions yeah. to the death. And then you're just like, uh-oh. That's a dark moment. This is really bad. Because like, yeah, up until then you're like, oh, the game has structure. Like, it's all safe. Like, you can only die inside the game by fucking up. But it's like, oh, no, 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 no. They could just kill each they, they other right now. They could just kill each other right now. You're incentivized to yeah. just murder everybody oh, tonight. The riot. Does that happen before or after we kind of hear the first uh, diatribe from the organizers of the game being like, it's everyone. It's on a level playing field, you know. We're like we pride ourselves on giving everyone an equal opportunity to like do the stuff, blah, blah blah. And you know everything's fair. Probably before, before I would think the riot happens before that. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that too, because I, but for some reason, like it felt to me like you there there is this like implicit understanding that okay, when we're in the bedrooms, when we're in the gym here, whatever with the with the beds. We're safe, you know? We don't have to worry about dying until we're back in the games, and that's such, like, a betrayal. Be like, yeah. wait, we, they could just kill us in our sleep? Well, that's yeah. life, right? I think that fits the allegory where, totally. you know, capitalism's fair. We ostensibly live in a meritocracy, except biology's not fair. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you had you had a, players in there, in there who were a husband and wife in their, like, maybe fit for, for, late 40s, 50s, smaller people, mm-hmm. versus, like... A giant thug guy. Yeah, like you're yeah. just gonna lose. That's not fair. It was such an interesting. And that's life, baby. <laughs> it, it was such a. It's just such an interesting twist when they start describing it as like, because at first I'm just kind of like, all right, this is clearly probably gonna be entertainment for rich people or something. It's gonna be some like yeah. reality show or whatever. But then they come in with the, we pride ourselves on the quality of opportunity we give everyone, and it's like everyone's it's a fair playing field, blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, there's like an ideological component. Which felt so weird because I was like, this is obviously not a moral undertaking. No, that's for the benefit of the people betting. It's not for the players. Well, but I don't know. 
because like because I'm guessing here. Yeah, yeah we, I mean it is guessing, but like, they're doing it every year. You have to think of this as a game that they run and a business they run. Yeah, and they've done it for many, many, many years. And, and there's it's, like it's people, big money. There's things in every country. So I'm like, it was I don't know. Were you guys not shocked to see that there was some like ideological component to the setup? No, no, I kind of knew. I, I to me, I the whole thing was an ideological thing. I guess knowing that it was a. a take down a capitalism i just kind of assumed that i didn't every, see that, i guess that I ideology didn't, was permeated throughout i guess i didn't really think of it as like a specific criticism of 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 capitalism or anything until that point and then i was kind of like mm. oh this is an allegory because <laughs> <laughs> up to that point i was just kind of like oh it's a fun battle royale thing Fair. which is why i said in my slogan you know there are it's possible to watch this show and not think about that stuff at all and still mm. have a good time because it is a decent totally. show yeah, fair. Yep. Yeah. i think yeah i i came to the show late uh, I intended to watch it right when it happened, and then kind of got too big, and then my my hipster glasses went on. I'm like, I'm not gonna watch it. Everyone else is watching it. <laughs> it's too cool it's now. It's too cool. I can't. I can't do it. Uh, and so I kind of knew what to expect going in. Yeah. Uh, and I really like some some of the stuff. Like I love the uh, that the the third clause where they can right. choose to stop the game if the majority choose to do that. And like after the first game, half of them plus Ilnam choose to, to stop the game but they all basically come yeah. back and that i makes, love that I it love makes that. everything so much more interesting because i mean then there's a conversation to be had about whether they are choosing to do this or not because well they are because ilnam is the last person to yep. vote right and it, he do, is the deciding vote yep. yeah. and he's in charge so you would think you know the guy in charge of the game wants the game to continue i completely forgot about that until like a few days after i finished the show and then i was like oh he was the yeah. deciding vote that's yep. probably why he's number one yeah but but it is why he's number one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like, do they have a choice? Is it a choice? Because it's kind of weird because you could make an argument that like, oh, they're, do they're doing it of their own volition. So like they're accepting the potential consequences of what might happen to them. But when they first agree to do the games, they don't know that death is on the line. Yeah. They just are like, oh, you have a chance oh, to win totally. some money. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they go in there and then half of them die. And then they're like, oh, what? So all for all those people that died in the first game... Too bad, too, too fucking bad for you, you know. Yeah. But then for everybody else, for them, it's a choice. It's a real yeah. choice to for to to come back, and they yeah. know the risks. And I, I do like that. Like 184 of the 206 players come back, mm. and that with with the clarity and the choice, it's real. Because like like you said, it's almost like they're tricked into it. The the first episode. And I, I, I hated when the game master was like, oh, we told you what you were getting into. Yeah, no, you fucking it's like, no, did it. you didn't. You didn't fucking tell us Well, it was and that's why it was so confusing to me when yeah. they were like, oh, it's all about fairness. Yeah. I'm like, well, that wasn't fair. No. Yeah, here, here's a question. Would you guys take, would you guys play a game where if you lose, you take a slap, but if you win, you get a hundred bucks? hundred uh, percent. I would play yes. that game for days. Of course. Well, he did play it for days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They only show it like once, but then yeah. at the end he has yeah, so, so much, much money. money. Like, I love that scene. It was, that's like, I love that scene because I'm like, it. All three of us are like, yeah, of course I'd play that. And it's like, yeah, yeah why wouldn't you play I love it? the recruiter. Sell His your body face. for money. Oh, yeah. There's so great cameo. That's the guy from Train to Busan. Oh, baby. He's, I mean, and he's His been His face a bunch is of stuff. just so friendly. Yeah. Oh, he's perfect for that role. When you see him at the end, too, when you know more what he what he is and, and uh, you know sees are. him across the thing I, and he just smiles. Oh, boy. You just want to slap. What do you guys them. think of the fan theory that uh, the color you choose in that game determines if you're going to be a contestant or staff? It could work. It's I get it, but it's also wait what? Uh, so when you play the the knocking game, you get a you pick the blue or the red red thing, uh -huh. and if you pick red, you become staff. If you pick blue, you become player. But it oh. sort of works because it's like cool and hot. But like the red isn't pink, it's and the, the blue same. isn't the, the I don't teal. Think I don't think it's quite the same. They might retrofit that, but I don't think it was intended to be that. No, and I think that 
the recruiting for the contestants is so much more important or different. It's different than the yeah. staff. Like especially the, there's some management staff and yeah. soldier staff versus I was chefs and stuff. Man, um, yeah, there's still there's still so many questions about the staff, uh, the guards, because originally the first one that's unmasked, it's like, oh, you're just a kid, and so then I'm like, oh, are they kind of like are they brainwashed? Did they like kidnap a bunch of people and just like brainwash them into being mm-hmm. being guards and they don't really know what they're doing? But then later the you know the the guards are doing this like illicit uh, organ harvesting thing, so I'm like, oh, okay, no, they have their their wits about them. I wonder if it's been thought of or if it's like they want to leave that open for what they could do because I could see it being like the players are people that have huge debts and like the soldiers are more like people that are joining the military that like don't have the huge debt now but want a future opportunity and so they're selling this time to the game so they can get it. like there's there's a million different things they could do but I wonder yeah. if they'll try and take like a slightly different angle on indentured servitude it might be uh, maybe that. like they maybe could do, the, definitely do a lot more with them maybe yeah. the soldiers are people who like uh you know, if they were ratted out, they could go to jail or something. Mm. Like they're whole, like they don't necessarily need tons of money in order to write their life, but yeah. they they are in trouble in some way. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I love that the show kind of leaves questions open like that because it's knowing exactly everything about the the infrastructure of the organization wasn't hundred percent necessary in order to get to the end of the season, mm. but. Uh, it's left enough seeds there that I'm like, yeah, yeah give me some more. Give There's me a lot of elements of this show that weren't necessary that made it so much better, mm-hmm. like the production design. Oh, yeah. All those oh, cool yeah. sets. So cool. And colorful. Yeah, they yeah. built... So, like, I would expect seeing a show like this, all those, like, colorful stairs and stuff, I would expect that to be, like, a place that they location scouted, and then they're like, this would be cool for the show or whatever. They built that custom. It's such a cool set. It's so weird. And I like the, the, the way the sets kind of work together. There's all, like, the, the like, game rooms that are just, like, little kid inspired one like i like the when they, the honeycomb game like the giant playground inside of those yeah. clouds or the the first one where it's like a painted field and when i saw the stills of the show when they're playing the red light green light i just assumed it was a field but then in the show it's so much more menacing because they're in a box that's painted like a yeah. field <laughs> yeah uh there's something then, about it yeah but then it, you counter it to like the dark uh tunnels of the the where like the soldiers work and stuff and you just keep cutting between it and you're yeah. just like Hate everything. It's I hate good, all of it's this. It's good contrast. Yeah, totally. it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, the colors are so vibrant in the show. It's I th- I, honestly, I feel like if it didn't have that, half as many people would have watched it. Like yeah. the iconography of the show is so strong. The masks that they all wear, the colors of the jumpsuits, yeah. all that is so Someone strong. Pointed out, yeah. Someone pointed out that the the school, like the gym uniforms and the pink guard uniforms, are like opposites on the color wheel. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just basic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like when that's your when that's your job, like the, that's the production design thing. I know originally yeah, yeah. the writer wanted them to look like Boy Scouts, the soldiers, and then out of practicality, they kind of started shaping it into what yeah. we what we got. What do you do? You think uh, there was any significance to the circle square triangle thing? Uh, the guy really likes Playstations. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. What do you, there's significance certainly in their roles, but I don't know yeah. what. Yeah, but they no, mean. but like why it was those Not shapes. Sure. Um, well, we Anyways, can go based on PlayStation. I kind of want to like circle is accept, X is cancel, yeah. and triangle is bag. It's like your what's in your inventory. That's why they what in every game. That's what it. That's one why Most they designed it that way. Square is supposed to be your map. Triangle is supposed to be your bag. Circle and and cross are accept and cancel. That's why they. That's the design philosophy behind uh, those buttons. I doubt it's the same. Yeah, it's it, the same in English with the X and Y and A and B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I man, I hate the PlayStation controller. Why? I just I. It's the only up, one that makes sense. No, I grew up with Xbox, so like I'm like I'm yeah. used to press the A button, press the B button when it's like 
press shape. I'm like, my my brain doesn't have like the infrastructure it's, to like map that easily. But it's just it's just habit. It's that's like, fine. It's I can, not, it is. Xbox isn't more intuitive. It's just that that's what you use. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo. No, no, that's it all is, fine. Though. It's when you go to Nintendo and the accept button is on the far right. Yeah. You're like, this is not from the West. This is. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo does. Every what time I Nintendo play the wants. Smash Bros. upstairs, I'm like, what the what the hell? And on the GameCube commercial I, or yeah. or controller, I still don't know what those yeah. which Y button is. Yeah. All right. That's a terrible I want to come back to some of the characters. (laughs) One more thing about Gihun, because we talked about him for a little bit. Uh, I feel like it was a weirdly glossed over aspect that he was part of this, like, labor union strike. Mm -hmm. um, And people, like, died at it or something? It's inspired by a real-life event. Yeah, the Sangyong... Sangyong is an automobile manufacturer yeah. in Korea, and they had a big worker strike. But I, I agree, man. it's super glossed over. Like they have the one scene, and then it never really yeah. plays into it. Yeah, it was just so weird because I was like, "Oh, is this like an interesting background detail about this character that kind of informs why he's such a fuck up? Like he originally so, had yeah. a good job, and he was working hard for his family, and blah blah. blah and then he was and, traumatized, and then he was traumatized, and that kind of. But they like I can I can. I'm like telling this story to myself, but they, they they don't really go into that in the show big time. They're just like, oh, the all the beds kind of piled up as barricades reminded him of this. Yeah. Yeah, that seems at least more more intentional than another question I have, which is when we see him, when it's demonstrated that he, ha- that he has a heart and then and he acts in ways that we think are good and we start to like him, is that the character changing or is it are we just seeing for the first time things that were there all along? So I, I think it's that they were there all along and it's part of the criticism of, you know, the system that people like him uh, don't really have what it takes to to, to make it in the rat race, you know? Mm. And I feel maybe this is me kind of projecting on it because I feel like I'm definitely not like an entrepreneurial person. Like I'd rather everyone just kind of like, like I think that <laughs> I'm not a socialist, but if socialism was conceivably possible... It would be cool. I don't think it is possible. I don't think it's practical. But like, if humans were not completely shitty to the point where we could decide to work together and make like a utopian system, I think that would be nice. You're happy <laughs> just being an ant, like <laughs> what? Well, like yeah, you but just... an, an ant that is uh, close to being as happy as other ants. Like I'm not. I I feel no need in my in my soul to like ascend above other people You're and sheep. be more successful. Sure, man. <laughs> I've seen you, you with your you, mask on. And... You say this as as someone who I know you are very kind of entrepreneurial. No. I'm not, not, a, not saying that is a bad thing. I'm a regular there are people, employee. There are pe- <laughs> there are, you own your own business. Kind of. Oh my goodness. I'm staying here forever, Linus. You know that. I, if somebody else made an offer to me, I wouldn't accept. You know it. I wouldn't know. I would be too dumb. <laughs> I've tried to run my own business before. I hate it. Um, <laughs> um, I clapped anyway. Right. My point being that I see a bit of myself in uh, Gihun because at, at at his heart, I feel like he just wants everybody to cooperate and be nice to each other. Mm-hmm. But he gets into these situations because he's dumb. He doesn't know what to do with the money. He gets a little bit of his. He steals a little bit of his mom's money and then uses it to gamble instead of being like, "I'm going to use this in a responsible way." You know, he wants to make a big gesture. What's the deal with at the end when he doesn't use any of the prize money? I, I hated the end. Yeah, I don't like that ending at all. So, so it really, really, really bothered me. Um, there is some basis for that in the concept of like survivor's guilt, where like people who experience a traumatic thing where a bunch of people died but they survived, they're kind of like 
It's like PTSD. If and, they set that up and included it in the show, sure. And well, but they didn't. I don't know. I mean, okay, so there's that, but then there's also the fact that I also kind of attributed this to the same kind of Asian drama thing of like everything's more dramatic. He doesn't he doesn't he's not sad for a few months. He's sad for a whole year and he lives as a hobo basically. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Yeah, well that's all fine. I don't know. I mean, I feel like they just switched up the whole ending just so they can make another season. But if this was a contained thing, he would have the show would have ended in a way that was commensurate with the arc that he'd been on the whole mm. the whole maybe. time. He would he would go and like take care of his daughter and maybe give all the money away to well, that Well, this is lady what's interesting. Whatever, I, I, it's he wouldn't sort go of, back. He wouldn't dye his hair red and then go back to the show. Like well, that, so yeah, that, was that a doesn't bad, make that any was a sense. Ending. Yeah, yeah, that that very ended. But like when he gets out of the game and he kind of like is living as a bum, he I'm kind of like okay, I kind of see this because his mom's dead, his daughter is being taken care of. And he thinks of himself as a failed father anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, he's got a ton of money now. But, like, she was already rich. You yeah. know, her... her, her uh, Husband had lost money. Yeah. Um, so he's like, okay, well, what do, I, what do I have to give her? The same thing that her other dad is giving her right now. So yeah. what do I have to live for? I have nothing. So it's like, he just sits around, you know, without a purpose. Got a bunch of money. Money don't buy you happiness, as Gi-Hoon knows. Gi-Hoon. Anyways. And I guess it's to get him to the point where you can have that really terrible discussion with Ilnam in the hospital bed and be like will anybody help him so it's like I guess he, ha- he has to be on like a like on a low point so that winning that helps him like be a have help that be a bigger emotional victory that after he comes out of it and it's like yeah see he kind of did win how did that re- reveal affect you guys zero that, that big twist zero percent what that I, Ilnam was the yeah. guy I thought I thought it was like you can tell the show wants it to be a big bomb but I was just like I guess yeah I guess so that's exactly how I felt like <laughs> meh how See, I didn't, th- I didn't feel like it was supposed to be. I mean, I had deduced that the old man was behind it. Um, sure. I think Clever girl. a few episodes Clever earlier. Girl. Well, it's just because of one shot. Like yeah. uh, the front man is like, oh, the VIPs are here. And he goes to, I think he has a, the, he refers to the old man uh, with something. It's like oh, the man the behind it or something. Or something? Yeah. yeah. He's got the bird mask. Yeah. And earlier you see the bird mask sitting there on the thing. And then in a later episode, Front man goes and talks to him and he's sitting there and we see the back of his head and there's a close-up on his hand. It's an old man's hand. Mm. I'm like, oh, well, okay, there's the old man. Sure. And so we didn't actually see him die. I'm like, all right, he's no. involved. He's probably like the big man behind it. And so later when they're like, when he when Gihun gets the card and he goes and finds Ilnam uh, in the hospital bed, I'm like, I, I, I didn't feel like the show was like, oh my God, dude, you didn't see this coming. I thought it was like super, super obvious and I thought everyone was going to be on the same page. I'm too like, dumb. I'm too dumb. Wait, but so you didn't know that it was the old man, but when it happened, you like, were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I I don't know. It just didn't have any emotional weight to me. I'm like, hmm. yeah, it makes sense that it's someone that we know that's behind it. Like, it would be weird if they brought in like a new person, but like. Scooby-Doo style. It's like, you know, Scooby-Doo style. It's always, it's old man Jenkins yeah, that you met very briefly <laughs> in the first scene. Well, that's how well, I felt. it's more than that. That's how I felt about the front man. He's like the, like, he's like the wizard character. I like the old man. I like the old Don't man get me before wrong. he yeah, before it's revealed that he's behind it all. Yeah. I he, I, yeah. I loved him throughout yeah. the show. And then you're just kinda like, Yeah, it's what a good actor. He's so he, good at being yeah. old. His yeah. face is always like kind of like <laughs> so, shaking. Yeah. So His lips are always kind of dripping. He's yeah. just so yeah. old. Yeah, you, I've really felt so fucking comp- like I felt awful when he peed himself. I like such a depth but of, did he pee himself? I don't know. Well, there's an empty water bottle beside yeah. his head. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't know that. And so I guess okay, he's not demented. Is that no. what you say? He, when, when, in, the Marvel, sorry, yeah. in the Marvel episode when he's like acting like he has dementia, yeah. he's just putting that on just to, to f- test yes. him. Just to fuck with what, him. That reveal when he's like... Uh, I knew what, what you were doing the whole time. Yeah, because like, what's his face? Gi-Hoon is like, 
it's not fair. Like he's like, oh, let's bet it all in this game. Let's bet it all in this last yeah, one. He's yeah. like, that's not fair. Are you crazy? And he's like, oh, crazy. Like you stole for, all my marbles. Fair. fair, like you stole yeah. all my marbles. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that was a great moment. Yeah. I was shocked. Great episode all together. That, that yeah. was a great it was episode. the best episode. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I wanted to murder Sungu. Oh so bad. God. I'm like, you bastard, Ali is such Ali a good Abdul guy. Was so cute. <sighs> yeah. Okay, but before we go to Ali, because right, I didn't right. want to talk about Ali. Oh, no. uh, the another, or just another moment of like the Scooby gang where you're like, okay, obviously this person is that, that I a million times predicted was the fact that the front, front man. man was the brother. Like yeah. it was like, just had who, to be. who the fuck else is it going to yeah, be? Yeah, that was like, super obvious. Uh, yeah, and so sure. that, Especially when you found out that he, the game he won was like eight years before or something. Yeah. Like, that. like yeah. what? And so that whole, that whole plot, I, I've already said, I think was a waste of time, but that reveal was just like, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I guess we're, we're doing it. I feel like, um, there was also like a double layer of, uh, it being a cool reveal for Korean audiences, I think, because that actor yeah. is a big giant. Yeah, he's actor in, uh, in Korea. I saw the Devil, which is a really good yeah Korean revenge film. I haven't seen that, but he was a, he was the Terminator in Terminator Genesis. Oh yeah, he was awesome. Korean Terminator was the best Terminator. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he was just like skinnier back then. What's I re- his name? I Lee that. Lee Byung Hoon. Yeah, he's second in Genesis. But yeah. He's also I think he's in Good, Bad, and the Weird too. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Um, okay, but Ilnam. Yep. Since we were t- kind of yes. talking about him, I, I, you guys think like you don't like the character? I feel like I don't. No, we said we we do like. We it. love him when he is the old man in the game. But I feel like the reveal. I loved him as the as the old man in the in the game as well. But like I feel like the reveal that he started it all and his motivations behind it were it just makes everything like I have so many questions like. Look, I wrote them down. What is this guy really about? Is he wise and benevolent? And like we see what they're doing is like brutal and horrible. But really, he's like, uh, look, I've been in this earth for a long time. I know how the system works. And this is actually the best way to do it. You know, is he actually is he trying to achieve something good? Whereas he would just make rap park. Well, this is basic. That's well. But this is profit motivated. Well, yeah, I think. If or they, if is they he just like, jaded and sadistic? And he 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 was like one of these like horrible American VIPs or whatever. Yeah. And he was just like reveling in in uh, people killing themselves because it's like when you're when you're that rich, nothing matters. And then at when once he got sick, he was like, "Wait, there is something to life. I'm going to go into the game and maybe like relive some of my childhood memories and maybe teach somebody something on the way." And like you know, oh my See, god, there's so many questions. I, I wish. I think that it has to be that he is shitty and sadistic and at the end of his life he's like I want to feel something because if they they should have done like a matrix where it's like hey we tried to make a matrix where everyone was happy and everyone was living in a new utopia but like human brain can't handle it and like maybe he tried to make a version of this this like alt world where it was like everyone is happy and we're rehabilitating people and like we're changing their lives and then they leave and then they go back to normal and like yeah. maybe he, he through failure of trying to do the right thing he landed on the squid game and it be, had to be this violent yeah. thing. Like, yeah, I think like that, could be way, therapy. that could be way more, way more interesting. But as it is, he just was bored. He started making it and like, yeah, I don't know. That's, you think that's a, but like, I guess that's what I'm saying is that we, that I feel like the show doesn't tell you a hundred percent that it was one way or the other, but like that one that you described that you would like, I feel like that there's a possibility that might still be the case. But we don't. We we haven't gotten a confirmation. Think, one way I'm, I'm surprised. I would be very surprised that he just wouldn't have said that because I think like at that point in his life he's trying well, to explain he's mysterious. to Gihoon. I think though like he doesn't tell you the whole story the whole time, which is why I feel like it's maybe confusing. Like maybe I'm just asking more questions than I need to, given the fact that like there are all these times where Gihoon like kind of learns something from the old man. Like Gihoon's like freaking out and he's naive and he doesn't really like you know he's concerned about everything. And the old man is like. 
hey, you know, he's he has the wisdom, he has the calmness, he's world weary, yeah. you know? And so, like, Gihun learns a lot from him. Gihun thinks that he's tricking him, but really, he's onto him the whole time. And then he kind of, like, uh, uh, Ilnam makes Gihun feel bad. He feels morally bad because he, it's like he's teaching him a moral lesson. For so sure. I'm like, why would Ilnam go through the trouble of teaching Gihun a moral lesson when all he was trying to do is just kind of go in there and have some fun and then fuck off because he's going to die anyway. Well, because he, he eventually likes Gihun because he, as he says to Gihun, thanks to you, I had a good time. Mm-hmm. If everybody was just a dick like the thug, joining the game would have sucked. He probably would have like pieced out of there earlier. Yeah, maybe. So I think what, all right, I think I'm coming to a, a conclusion of my own about this and I'm not going to ask so many questions about it. I think that, I think what the deal is, I think the deal is that he, uh, he started it as jaded and sadistic, and he's like, I'm so, you know, the world sucks. There's no goodness left in humanity because I've seen all these rich people, and they're, we're all horrible people. So let's just, like, go crazy and have people kill each other for our amusement. And then at the end of his life, he's kind of like, maybe there is some goodness left in humanity, but he's gone so far on this path that he's not about to just, like, tear the whole st- infrastructure down. I love how you're like... If a universe doesn't have lore, by God, I'll make the lore. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. All this shit up. I need to know, but the, yeah. the, the the you know, there's mysteries. That's fair. Because I, I I think it's it's more about like his character's motivation. I don't understand his motivation. It's because it doesn't exist. Because his he's made to be a twist. It's a contrivance. Yeah. But they're making more about it, so we're gonna dive deeper into it. So there's an answer. Here's a better question. All right, let we should Is move it on. Is it unethical to cheat against a guy with dementia? Let's say, like, pre-twist, we don't know that... We don't know anything. Yeah. Just, if you've only seen up to the Marvel episode, you're sitting there getting into the headspace of Gihan. Would I do that? He's trying to survive. This guy's dementia. Even if he does survive, he's, he's not gonna be, yeah. on the outside, it's not going to be for long. Mm-hmm. Like, you should probably cheat against him, right? This is the moral question. That was a really good moral question. Yeah, and that's why I thought it was so interesting because he's, like, seemingly teaching Gihun that... Like maybe this is like the utilitarian right way to do, to like to do. Like he's not going to use anything with it. It makes more practical sense for you to just kind of cheat this dementia guy. So I would you totally can cheat the dementia guy. In yeah, fa- and I wouldn't. I mean, I, I think most people would. He, he does. He feels really anguished doing it, and they have built a relationship, so I can see the anguish. But having not been in the game or actually built a relationship, I'm sitting there being like, Sorry, buddy. afraid to say. I, I think I'm more like saying woo. <laughs> <laughs> I would have cheated that dementia guy like that. I mm. mean, I think that's kind of the that's why this Gihun and Ilnam dynamic, particularly in that game, is so interesting because at the end of it, Ilnam basically says to him, "You cheated me, but you know what? We're buddies, and I'll no, let it go." I think because he knows he's a because good he per- knows you know, what choice did he have? Every yeah, everybody would have done that exactly. Like ninety nine people out of a hundred would have yeah. done that exactly. He didn't want to, but okay. When you say you're more like Sangu. We're not talking like you're talking about the Gihun versus Ilnam thing because like the the spirit of Sangu would be to like cheat all your For way sure. to the top. Yeah. But like what Gihun is doing is basically like he was losing, and then Ilnam knows that he's losing, and Ilnam kind of like let him Gives bring him the it back. How, yeah. What? Well, yeah. Yeah. It makes it easy. He let him bring it back by faking dementia, and Gihun's like, okay, I'm just gonna go with this. Yeah. Whereas Sangu, oh my oh, god, fuck, he was losing. Yeah. And he should have lost. He actually did lose, I yeah. think. But he had like one marble left, and they would have one more round, and it would have been over. But then Sangu's like, "Oh wait, hold on. There's a way for both of us to win. Hold on." Yeah. And I'll, because Ali is such a good guy, he yeah. was so shady when he was doing it all too. You just knew. <sighs> yeah. It was not convincing. 
It was it, so infuriating. Yeah. Ali Abdullah, like, he's I got just a wife a and kid. It's had, so sad. I had a bit of a problem with Ali, not as like a nice guy, but as a full human being. Too naive. <laughs> yeah, it just feels like... <sighs> I blame okay. the show for I'm gonna this. I'm going to put a little bit of my SJW cap on. Yep. Uh, it kind of feels like the 50s or 60s portrayal of black people yes. in, in Hollywood. Whereas like, this, yeah. they're really good, really awesome people, but you don't get the complex... You don't get led into their inner life and they're really simple and naive and they exist to serve the like the homogenous class it felt very strange and i was like really uncomfortable with especially that moment where i'm like he has no questions like no nothing like his brain doesn't even question a little so so this is how i kind of explained it because i felt the same way i'm like he is he is uh perpetually characterized as like strong He's he, like yeah. they say, you're very strong. You have physical strength, but you're dumb. Yeah, which is weird because he's like smaller than Sangu. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. there's like a magical n-word thing. That's a term. That's a term. Oh, I didn't okay. say it. Oh, I see. Magical, whatever. Okay. I'm not gonna okay. say it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I kind of felt like maybe this is because that kind of content in the West or in the States when they have this like mysterious immigrant per- or mysterious black person or whatever was like culture was more homogenous like there were way, it was less diverse there was more white people and in korea super 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 homogenous in terms of like the vast majority of people are are korean and there's very few immigrants and so i'm like maybe they're kind of still in the same place in terms of I mean, like yeah. depicting like it was progressive just diversity. to have them there yeah honestly and i, I, I'm, I, I was shocked I'm, I'm sitting there as the i'm the the white audience in the 50s being like wow there's a person of color in this show like i i I was sitting there thinking, like, I didn't know there's Pakistani people who speak Korean. This is crazy. Well, I think Asian people <laughs> count as pe- people of color, I, uh, depending on what you're... Anyways, whatever. 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 He's, he's not okay, Korean. a brown guy. Yeah, a yeah. Daisy folk. Yeah. It was, for, uh, dude. It was very Daisy interesting. <laughs> I don't know how to use the word folk there. It was but. very interesting to see a brown person speaking Korean. That was interesting yeah. to me. Yeah. And I have no idea about the, like, internal... Like, I know that there's a lot of Filipino healthcare workers, like, in Japan and stuff and in mm. China, but I, I have no idea about... I assume every country now that I'm thinking about it has some workforce from another country yeah. that helps them out, and I just didn't know that about Korea. And, for some uh, reason, Pakistan's like relationship. It's for cool. some reason, as people who speak English, which is kind of like the universal bit, uh, language of trade in, uh, in the globe, you know, like most people learn English in order to do commerce with other countries or whatever. It seems weird to us that uh, it, I don't know, like that that the 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 thought of a brown person from Pakistan going to Korea and learning Korean is just weird. I don't know. For some reason, it's just like yeah, check your privilege, just, pal. Well, I know just, it's. Just, I'm, I'm totally so saying it is Hollywood our privilege. Hollywood entertainment but. that sells the American dream, and so the idea that people would travel anywhere. Oh well, they'll travel to America. Yeah, and it's like no, no, no. But we're totally There's a million other places. Like to the go. idea of people learning English is totally normal. And the yeah. flip side of that is in Australia, instead of learning Spanish, they learn Indonesian because that's the closest hot destination to go to. Do they, they actually? Yeah, like isn't in, that bizarre. In school, I don't know, but in school, but I've oh, talked to Australians who are like, "Oh, I'm going to learn Indonesian." Uh, Indonesian. Huh. Like what the hell? Why do you do something like Spanish? Everybody should be because <laughs> they don't Chinese. have Mexico next door. Speaking of next door, say Biak. A girl nice. next door. What is this? Uh, Segway. No, North Korea. Oh, okay, <laughs> that was awesome. She is awesome. Oh and, like, man, we were talking about how everyone is really heightened acting. Like they all have like really external like high energy acting. I really appreciated that she was not. That mm. she's so internal. She's so quiet, but she gives you so much. And I feel like. Is Where, that due to her acting skill? You think because she comes from the world of modeling and maybe it, and I, it was like, safer? I maybe I don't know. She just I found everyone's performance were the kind of performance you can lean back and just receive one hundred percent of. But hers, I found myself leaning into because I'm like, what is she? What is she? What is she doing? 
I but you know what? I, I I guess I started out like that, but then as the show progressed, I we we kind of learned that that's her own. That's her one note. Like mm. she can <laughs> she can do this dark brooding well, face. I think she's a model, so she can do faces. Yeah, yeah, and she man, she gives the face. She gives. The she face. is giving face. She serves. Honey, d- snaps. Back and her, forth. Her and that other woman during the Marble episode oh, yeah. was like probably the best part of that episode. So oh, yeah. good. So great. And it was it was so cool to see her like kind of experiencing this kind of sisterhood that she obviously didn't have. Yeah. Um You can't trust anyone. Yeah. And it was like, oh man, it it it, it felt like appropriate that Ji Young wanted to sacrifice herself. Ji Ji Young is her girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. her is her friend who she kills herself yeah. to let say say Oh, and you found survive. out she was a criminal? Oh. Yeah. Crazy. Well, she was a criminal, but like she had a traumatic past and like uh her dad uh sexually harassed her or uh, assaulted her and uh killed her mom and so she's like had this horrible horrible past and she's turned to life of crime and now she's like I don't think there's any redemption for me. Yeah. And she doesn't have any family and Sabiak is on a mission, you know? She's like I need to rescue my my brother and I need to rescue my mom and like she has more to live for, and it made it so appropriate that that Ji Young made that sacrifice. As sad as it was, they yeah. did her dirty. <laughs> they, did. they did. Well, everyone was done dirt, dirty. You know what sure. sucked though? That fall, the episode after that, that stupid glass ele- glass bridge one. <sighs> that one sucked, and the suckiest part about it was this random explosion yeah, at the end that's that just so stupid. that just injures. Oh, we need her to be like mortally wounded by a game that doesn't do that to you. So how yeah. would they just explode for no reason and? I yeah, really that's didn't the only sucked. It's the only game that like after the game is over you can get injured. Like that was never really a thing, right? No, but yeah, it it was kind of annoying to me cuz I was like, are we doing this just to have this cool slow motion shot where we kind of pan like we we, we yeah. dolly back through like in slow motion yeah. as the glass is going everywhere? But but then I was like, oh, it's probably just like kind of a cool visual display for no. the VIPs. There's one episode. It was left. like a. It was like a. Yeah, you need. Well, yeah, they're trying to heighten it, and so like having a big glass explosion is like, whoa, it's so cool. Well, they also yeah, just like needed never, to get rid of a character. Yeah. No, no, but never mind. To. Never mind. Like the structure of the show thing for a second. Like ignore the fact that she got stabbed or whatever. I'm like, that seems to be the reasoning why the glass all went up to be like a final haha for the VIPs, like a big display. But I was really bothered by the fact that she got impaled by that thing. Yeah, stupid. Because I was like. That's not fair. That's also not impaled. I would have loved to see her take the kind of humanity, whatever, you know, Sta- stabbed. What? Yeah. Uh, take the, what do you want me to say? Yeah, stabbed is good. Okay. I'm going to s- impale you. <laughs> do it. Take, uh, I Chad would the impaler. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to see Sabiak kind of take the humanity and like the sisterhood, like the lessons there, whatever the feelings that she got and kind of like go and do the rest of her story with that. Yeah. But then they just kill her. And I feel yeah. like all of that groundwork that was laid for her and her character and her story is just kind of wasted. But I, did you guys think that there were, could be multiple winners? Yeah. They never said that there couldn't. Yeah. The whole time I was under the, I was under the impression that there could be multiple winners and they could split the pot. Oh, that would be like the twist? No, I the, thought that was just the game. Oh, okay. But then it turns out that like, oh, you have to kill each other or something. Like, There's only one winner every time. Yeah, because it could have been like, they, it was just left unsaid and people just assumed because of their disgusting human psychology that, of course, it's only one. Yeah. Um, well, but they actually could have just shared it the whole time. And I think that could be a fun moral quandary at the end where it's like, oh, we could like cooperate and split whatever, a quarter of this. And then it's like, no, no, no I want this all for myself. And like that, that adds to the allegory. Yeah. <laughs> it was nine episodes. If it had been like six. It should have been six episodes. Oh, yeah. It would have been tight. It would have been tight. So fucking tight. Do you know what the fuck? Do you know who fucking sucks in the show? Oh, let me guess. 
the VIPs. They suck. That's another <laughs> so that's much. another reason why not only does that bridge game kind of suck, but they suck. The so acting was so bad. It was just pathetic. I was just like, as soon as they started talking, I was like, oh, okay, so <sighs> I guess Korean shows just get like the cheap actors. <laughs> they just have like no, there's no English speaking actors in that. In yeah, I guess it's whoever, yeah, the 20 people I can speak. I don't know. I feel bad so if bad. any of them are listening to this podcast, but they were bad. Oh my god, it was <laughs> pathetic. It was uh, that yeah. that whole episode like, sucks because like it sucks. The production design of the VIP room is so cool. The humans painted like yeah. all the yeah, like, cool. the like kind of jungly room, like the master the cool. bridge. Yeah, it all looks really cool. But man, but then when they're talking. Yeah, you go get him. Ha ha ha. Why'd you pick that number? Oh, it's a perfect, it's a pretty number. Yeah. 69. Uh, no, nice. Did they say nice? I don't no, know. No, they don't say nice. He's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, and they're all like laughing Looks so like hard. Looks like you made a friend. Like, okay, you can, you yeah. can have this shitty dude who thinks 69 is funny, but then no one else should laugh. They should be like, ugh. They, yeah, they, yeah, sound like, like, <laughs> they sound like NPCs. So, so yeah. I, I not only, so this is another thing where I was kind of like, all right, if this was a Western show, I'd 100% drag this all the way for the, these actors being so bad. But there might be an element of the Korean showrunners being like, yeah, we want these guys to be really over the top. Or they just like don't really understand the nuances of like English acting. Or they're like, it doesn't matter because they're going to be subtitled. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The show is like, for Korean Korean people so. who don't speak English won't really notice. What's the deal with the front man speaking English when he's on the phone? I think it's to tell like, us that oh, there's like people he's talking of the, to the Americans. Yeah, the, it's to tell us that there's more than just Korea as part of this. Yeah. But then there's also yeah, because there's a lot of English written on the in the library of of documents from past games. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, like the the spine of the book would be like game five. Yeah, I was wondering whether that's like because that's a kind of a thing in Korea where like because a lot of these Asian countries do use English text for a lot of stuff well, for like labels and so whatnot. we find out that the games are happening in many many countries yeah, yeah. so maybe it's just like a practical thing right. for the organization where it's like you have the copy in your country's language but then you also have it in English so that it's easier to work the with reason them that you said multiple countries I picture that Mario Party game where it's a pizza <laughs> and like the people are like swimming through the pizza eating it and that yeah. was the Italy game <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Um. Oh my God. Where where should the next Squid Games be? Because like I'm sure there'll be a Korean one, but I bet they're gonna try and spin it off. God help us if it's an American spinoff. But if like where would no. you actually be into it? Like maybe Italy. That could be fun. I like uh, Irish people. I want to see. I like, want to. I want to see what Gihun does. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, 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 don't want to sure. see Squid Game in another country. No. Yeah, so the no, same show, but less like, good. No, stick with the same characters. Yeah. Like this is a Korean thing. Um, I want to see what Gihun does. But I also heard them talking about maybe there's like they would do like a prequel showing kind of the the brothers and like their fallout and like how the nah, front man got to his position. I don't need that. No, honestly, I don't need a sequel. I don't need another season. They should have just made one good season. They kind of already enough. botched that opportunity. But this well, is they're like never going to make one good season of a show and everybody watches a <laughs> phenomenon is, and then they stop. There is no they way the it. second season is good because this show, they couldn't even make one good season. Like by the end of the show, I was like, I'm, I'm over this. What, it's, really? It's the novelty of the first half is like really fun, really cool. But the, like the last three episodes kind of suck. It was like, eh. So like, what I really, really hope they don't do is like, it's a whole new set of games and like, well, it's Squid Game season one, but different. I'll bet you a million dollars. That's what they do. Literally a million dollars. <laughs> there will be a new Squid yeah. Game set of games. I guess. What the I hell guess, do you think it would be? They're <laughs> well, just in okay. the normal real world so the what, whole season. No, no, but like, because there are different ways that shows do this or movies do this. It's like where they think that, oh, the season one was so... Uh, successful and what people really liked about it was the whole setup about like 
we're being in this mysterious game and there are characters and they're trying to survive each successive game and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, that's good, but I don't want that exact same thing again. If they had that as sort of like a side plot and then in the, in the meantime, Junho survived and Gihun's coming back with his stupid red hair and he, they, they, these guys team up and they're mm. kind of trying to execute a plan to take down the organization. Yeah. And at the same time, we have a few characters in the Squid Game and then they break out and they meet up and there's there's all th- sorts of things you could do. I just, I would hate to see literally s- slate wiped clean, different country, new characters. It's the same no. Squid Game, but the, the plot is... Absolutely I, not. No, yeah. no, no, no. I think it, that's a spinoff. I think season two won't be quite like that. It'll be in the games. There will be six new games because the games is a fun part of this show, but but it will also, it'll be more about, be about the inner workings of it and how, and how big detective it's detective brother in the skid game and Gihun outside of this game. No, calling it. I'll bet you $50. I I don't want to see any boxes is on the line. I don't want to see any, you bastard. I don't want to see any characters. (laughs) I don't want to see any characters from season one back in the squid games. No, but you we like, already know that he took the card, and we yeah. know Gihan's going back. And he's going game. back, but what? What does he go back as a guard? Does he go back as like a? Oh, you're a VIP now, or you're you won the game, or what? Like, I, yeah. place your bet. How did how did frontman your bet? How did frontman, or uh, yeah, the brother win the game and then end up as the frontman? What's the process there? This well, is lore. I need we're to know. Find out. We're gonna find out. Man, just bet David, please. I would also accept. No, I don't bet. The, I, I don't want to. Yeah. I bet me a kiss. I would also accept a we, prequel showing frontman's backstory. I hate prequels. I don't want prequels. Because it's like, he seems as a villain. He shoots his brother. How did he get to this point? Is he bad? Is he shoot his brother because he knows that there's no hope for him and he's going to die anyway? Audiences don't care Does about Does he actually still love him? We care about Gihan. We don't I care, care about frontman. You don't care about frontman? Front no. I love frontman. Everybody loves frontman. <laughs> you don't know him. People love frontman. Leave a comment about frontman. Okay. I'm going to put that in the uh, Spotify poll. Do you love frontman? Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Hey, what does dialing 112 do in Korea? Is that 911 for them? I don't know. I don't know what that is. We should have Googled that before <laughs> we answered <laughs> this question. Uh, okay, yeah. here's a qu- rando human psychology question. Does forming team... I'm, I'm just going to not read this ahead of time. 119 Okay, is, is 911. Go ahead. What's 112? Remember when they were picking them. their teams of two? I love that Marvel episode. Yeah. They, they all pick their teams of two only to find out that they're going to have to... It's your enemy, the person you picked. You're gonna have to. One of you is dying. That was an amazing reversal. The husband oh, and wife yeah. look at each other like, "Shit." I was so sad. Yeah, yeah. But you're really like, "Oh shit!" So when people are organizing themselves, they're mostly doing that like purely by competence. Like, I want to be with. If I'm the strongest player, I want to be with the second strongest player. Yeah. But do you think there's? It's the. It's smarter to, or how would you do it? Would you do it where you have that mostly, but you also want to make sure that the person is weaker than you and just in case you have to kill them like if you're the fourth best player are you trying to get players one two or three on your team or are you trying to get player five on your team mm. i think it's hard and like that's at Riley's face i don't like thinking about this yeah. <laughs> i think it's why knowing the game was such an advantage but yeah i think it just it's so hard to know i think if you know nothing about the game i think i'd want one per uh, one rung below me i think that's what i would choose Mm. Depending on how bad I am, if I'm like at the absolute bottom, wait, are we talking about a Marvel want, game, or just like in general? Like if you yeah. walk in, but but you don't know that it's a Marble game yet. That's you right. Just, you're just there and like team up with a person, and there's, there's a possibility you're with them. There's a possibility you're against them. I think I would want one rung below me because then I can either strong. When you say but rung below, you mean in terms like in if, you, if you can look you, at you, you have the, a hierarchy in yes, your mind. Yeah. Yes, okay. of competence of like who's good. 
You're saying if you are in the top half of competence, yep. you'll take someone who's below you. Just below me. I if do. you're in the bottom half, you'll probably take someone who's yeah. better because you don't have a high chance of winning anyway. Yeah. Interesting. I like your calculus. <laughs> well, I mean, what what other... I think in that situation, you just kind of get the partner that chooses, that uh, agrees to be your partner. You sound like you got picked last, pal. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I, liked, I really liked in the show where they, they designed this mechanism to have someone get picked last. For there not to be enough par- partners and to have that, well, you know, it turns out being that lady, mm. that psycho. We didn't really even woman. talk. Yeah, we didn't really even talk about the fact that like so much of this setup is, uh, you know, based on kids' games dynamics mm. and whatnot. Like, there, this being picked last thing is like, that, that's you what know they don't do that in school, school anymore. Huh? Now the teachers just pick teams. That's smart. Oh, did they used to do that in like PE? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The teacher oh, yeah. would be like, hey, you two most athletic kids, you can't be on the same team. Yeah. Why don't you guys pick teams? Oh, oh yeah. That sucked. Yeah, I guess I... <laughs> it uh, really buried, did suck. I guess yeah. I buried those memories it was always, deep. It was always the same kids that get picked last, no matter what the activity is. I was picked, like, third last. Really? I was oh. picked uh, because I'm bad at sports, but at least I'm in shape. That's So true. I can run really fast, I just can't catch anything or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, do anything. Was, I was reasonably athletic, and I was on sports teams. Yeah, but I was also a huge dork. I just couldn't, it was like, maybe I get picked last, whatever. Sometimes I did, sometimes I didn't. Actually, I don't think I ever got picked last. David Anyways. was a hockey player. Oh, wait. Oh, I was the captain who picked the teams. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, I definitely wasn't that. But I, you know, I played basketball and stuff. No, I depend. No, I'm kidding. But I don't know. I would believe you. <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to backpedal now because he's, I wasn't he's a appealing hockey... to a nerd audience. I definitely wasn't a <laughs> hockey player for sure. I always wanted us to bring nerd sports back so I could go and do really well. You know, it was a good shot. <laughs> Are you, I don't know whether you're joking or not. I'm very good at sports. When that woman okay. gets picked last and she's just like, she collapses on the floor. And they're in the oh. completely white room. Great shot. Yeah. The, and the, I wonder how much of the production design and the sets and everything was driven by a production designer or by the vision of the writer director. Yeah. Like that is like just a great shot. She's just st- she's she stands out as all alone. The writer director did have a lot of vision for it. Like he wanted the tunnels to be reminiscent of like ants working in a colony, and he wanted the the games to have a certain a- appeal. But I'm guessing the specifics of it were mostly production designer because that guy probably had so much else on his mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah true. Well, and also like big props to this guy, uh, Huang Dong Hyuk. He he wrote the script. He directed all nine episodes. Man, no matter what they paid him, it was not enough. <laughs> yeah. He probably wasn't very much because he's some no no name dude. Oh, no, right? he'll get all this money on the next one and do half the work. And that's well, and, mo- and most of the time, you know, the writer of the script isn't like even if he directs the first episode yeah. or something, he's not directing the rest. Like they bring yeah. in other directors. We, but, like, he said that for the second season, he lost six of his teeth producing this. What? Yeah. From stress? Yeah, I'm guessing. That I was like, that's kind of wild. wild. They're just <laughs> yeah. falling out. Um, but he said that on the next, I mean, he'll, like he once has money. the show, once Netflix had picked it up? Yeah. Oh. Uh, he said that the next time he would pay, no, he would get make sure that there's other writers and other directors and stuff. So it'd right. be more of a traditional well, TV. The thing with Netflix though is like, even if Netflix picks up your show or d- deigns to make your show, especially if you're in an international market, it really doesn't mean anything. There's tons of like, BTV, there's tons of I don't want to be disrespectful, but like crap content mm. on Netflix. Yeah, it's oh, getting yeah. better all the time, I guess. But like they could just because they financed, I don't even know if they did finance it or if they bought it once it was done. But I just think they, because they it financed sh- it, right? But that doesn't mean that it's like we're gonna make you into a hit. Like I think it just no, their algorithms did that. And, well, and, and like, the audience did Netflix that. Netflix has been very much seeking 
non-English language content. Yes. They've been looking outside of North America to get good content. And it's, I think it's been working. Like Money Heist is like one of the most successful shows. This is their most successful show. And so... And I th- just want to say, I love that as a direction for a film to go in. Like, yeah. I want to see more international stuff. Yeah. I Between this and, and Parasite... I think I like Korean cinema. It's pretty yeah, sweet. Korean sick. Of all the international cinema I've yeah. seen, I think I, I like it the most. Well, and I think that's like that's the definitely the plus side creatively of of streaming services is that there is no sunk cost. Like it doesn't cost you anything to watch Squid Games. You're like, fuck it, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Whereas when you when it was traditional movies, when it was going to the theater, like, am I going to spend fifty dollars for me and my family to go see a movie? Ah uh, man, nah. I will say though that like you know, while I am glad that Netflix kind of <laughs> does this. Well, part of me is glad they do this shotgun approach where they just like give funding to everybody who's got a freaking spec script and is like, yeah, yeah, sure, make your show, whatever. We'll put it up on Netflix. Who cares? Mm-hmm. And some of them end up being these like giant hits. Uh, part of me is like, cool. But another part of me is like, I'm getting really annoyed at going on Netflix looking for something to watch. And there's just like, hey, remember that? Remember those one or two like true crime documentaries that you thought were pretty cool? Here's eight more of them. And yeah. I'm like, well, now I don't want to watch any of them. Because- you can tell which ones are just ripoffs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or something. Or, and it's like, I don't know. And like, this is a like foreign language Like instead of making thing. a murder, it's like he was made into a murderer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or something. Uh, yeah. Or, or they like go... Octopus co- game. Combing through the archives <laughs> for like every random uh, murder-suicide that happened yeah. in, in history and making a feature-length documentary about it. Or a series or a, like a limited series. That's I, fair. I don't know. But it, uh, it also like... I don't find it that hard to discern what's good and bad. And so like, whatever, it's like, I have to scroll two extra spots to be like, okay, this one's clearly a bad one. Do you rate stuff on there? No, no. but I, you can kind of just tell, like, I don't know, like not always. Sometimes it's like, I have to like Google it and stuff, but I can usually be like, okay, this is a shitty Netflix one. And like Netflix knows what's good and what's bad. And they really do push the good ones more. Do you know if this show came out in Korea like some months ago and it does so. it bubble up? Like it's kicking ass in Korea. So let's put it, in our other markets, I don't think no, so. I, I think, think this just, came out. It was kind of na- it was pretty much natural. But they, was, but they knew this was good because I got ads for this way before it was coming out, and I was like, yeah. "This looks pretty cool." Like I remember seeing the tr- the the stair shot and being like, "What is this?" Yeah, uh, I think they they definitely put um, some effort into bringing this to a wider yeah. audience than just Korea for sure. Yeah, because it's not completely borderless, even though it's a global company. You know, U.S. Netflix is different than Canadian Netflix. Yeah, so I wonder if sometimes things get big in their own market and then like they're different companies money heist probably. No, they're the same company but because yeah. of licensing and stuff yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. oh star wars is available in this country it's the not available in this country is different, but so i wonder if they sometimes try harder to make it more accessible well i think I, well, like, I guess their original content can be everywhere it can be everywhere yes. all at once but i think like some stuff does take a little while like i think money heist wasn't immediately a huge success outside of spain but now it's built and built and built have and you I, watched i haven't watched it but me neither and i'm i don't think i'm going to i ne- i do want to watch it it's Do wild you? that the, the costumes are so similar. Like, the outfits are so similar to the guard outfits. I think the the title just bothers me. It's a stupid title. Money Heist? Well, in Spanish, it's way better. It's the house, like, it's the house of paper. Why didn't they call it that? La Casa de Pepe. Yeah, exactly. That's way cooler. It's a way cooler title. Money, money heist. heist? That seems, it's so it's like redundant. All heists are for money. <laughs> hey, or you want to yeah. join? You want to join this heist for money? <laughs> what are you guys stealing? <laughs> money. money or cash equivalent? <laughs> Come on. Currency. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good title. That's not a good one. Let's do it. Legal tender. <laughs> Fungible assets. Fungible heist. Traveler's checks. Uh, should we hit picks, hit picks? I think the, the CG is really good in the show, except for the bridge episode. 
Like most oh, really? of the time, the CG like didn't distract me. Like, not a lot of TV it. show, but that bridge episode, boy, that's bad. <laughs> oh, where's my? I feel like the the overhead tracking shots of the glass. You can just see like there's like a judderiness to it, where it's like clearly this none of this is like actually mm. tracking together. Oh, interesting. It was very unimpressed. And then the explosion at the end, not not impressed. I didn't pick up on any of that, but like I feel like maybe the kind of surrealness of the whole uh, idea and the and the environs, uh, kind of like made me forgive the fakeness of of some of the sets, mm-hmm. like. Seeing the big gym with all the beds and then like the set. multicolored stairs and stuff. As if so they like, would keep removing beds. Hey, that's just a lot of work for no reason. Yeah, I know, right? But when they get into the big, uh, the tug of war. Yeah. Big chamber. Like that looks, it looks pretty fake. See, yeah. Oh yeah. But when they were falling. The, yeah. Yeah. Well, but at the same time, it didn't bother me because I was kind of like, all of this kind of looks fake with the bright colored costumes and the yeah. weird sets. And that also was, like, okay. was like the one to me, the game that seemed like the least well thought out. I think like tug of war as a game is good. I love uh, them like like the Ilnam teaching them how to yeah. win like that was awesome and I'm like feeling it uh, and then like they kind of start losing and then uh, they do the trick they do the trick like that stuff all works but man that set is so uninspired like compared it's mm-hmm. just like a big room with like two platforms and like like construction elevators going up to it like every other room has been so interesting and like colorful and bright and this was just like Eh. Yeah, it was eh. not. It didn't seem seem like it, they thought about. It what it kind of, yeah, it definitely there. seemed more like industrial and yeah. less like uh, interesting in that way. Yeah. I gotta say though, another this is another example of like Asian dramas taking a long time <laughs> to go through stuff. That elevator does not take very long to get from the bottom to the top. He spends he spends like five minutes yeah, explaining, explaining the strategy for tug of war. His mouth is so wet. <laughs> <laughs> What? Watch him. Watch him explain that. His mouth is just wet. Yeah. No. So I was just like, wait. So this is this is one of the things that makes me forgive a lot of stuff in the show. Where in a Western show, I'd be like, that's stupid. But in this one, I'm like, it's a Korean drama. I mean, sure. hey, yeah. I, that's what they do. I don't know. Whoa. What if his daughter is in Squid Game too? <gasps> what? Ilnam's daughter? No. Gihun? Yeah. She's a child. I mean, they could jump like 30 years. She's a, no, they kidnap look, her. Look, we know you're 11, but you stole a lot of stuff from the school cafeteria. We you, saw you with that gun lighter. You're in deep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's wrap this up. I got, I got one more hit Let's pick. wind it down. Oh, I have hit one pick. hit pick, too. Let's Go. hear uh, them. The fact that the newscast at the end, talking about the growing inequality in South Korea, was a real newscast. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That's a hit pick. Okay. A hit pick. I was like, that's pretty cool. That was one of my main questions about this whole thing was that like, okay, is debt a big problem in Korean society? Because I don't yeah. know. And COVID made it way worse. Hmm. Uh, and so like everywhere else where the billionaires got trillions richer and right. <laughs> the rest of us. Yeah, because this was definitely like, a, obviously inequality is a huge talking point in the world uh, for, for many years, but particularly in the last few Um and uh, but I just didn't know I didn't know the specifics of the South Korean situation because it seemed like this whole debt specifically debt situation was like maybe a Korean specific. In the thing. first few episodes, there's so many little transactions. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you noticed that there's so many in the first like say two to three episodes? There are so many cash transactions where someone hands someone else ten thousand won and mm. or oh. bet somebody else. Yeah. I, there's tons. Hmm. I just. I don't know. I have nothing to say more about it. It's just <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's the thing. There's some kind of theme here. Um, my. One hit pick is uh, the kid in the arcade who helps him win the... Oh, yeah. The oh, yeah, that kid was a legend. <laughs> that was so funny. Gian's like freaking out trying to get to operate this claw machine and the kid's like, here's the trick or whatever. And then they're both looking at it as like it goes slowly over to the drop box and they get, get it other. and then they like, 
he hugs this random like little kid. He's like a he's like a drunk looking stranger at, at the arcade, and they're like, "Yeah." I had a question yeah, about that. Like so cute little the, bo- the box is the same as like the boxes from the, Similar. the game. Okay, so this bothered me because I watched like, it with is my. It, is it just like coincidence? Yeah. Okay. Okay. No. 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 And like, <laughs> there are no coincidences in Squid. I don't game. think it's a. Honestly, we didn't even cover ever it, it, it at all. But like, I watched a couple of video essays that were like pointing out all these things that like. Like things were foreshadowed. Like Deoxu jumps off the bridge to escape yeah. the gangsters, and that's how yeah. he dies. Every death is like that. Yeah, yeah. and then like Songu uh, gives Ali the money to go pay for the thing, but then he—that's how he dies because he like gives him the pebbles, but then they're not. Or, anyways, um, what were we saying? Why was I saying the this? box? The, the box. box, right? The box is the same design except it didn't have a pink ribbon; it had a, a silver ribbon. Uh, Isn't it different dimensions too? It's a little more square than rectangle. Well, sure, but and, I mean, it what? also it contains a gun that has fire incineration. Yeah. Oh, oh foreshadow. In what? Oh. In what world are they putting gun realistic guns lighters in kids' machines? This is why it was set up, man. The front man put that in there. I put it in there. The most those, grabbable those machines thing. have really fallen. Uh, fallen in quality since the debt crisis started. Well, I mean, like that's a good prize. Like it's probably worth. More, way more money than any of those shitty stuffies are, but like, you don't put that in a kid machine. Man. The kids like swaggies coming around instead of a bunch of stuffies. It's like, yeah, I got a box of condoms, <laughs> <laughs> syringes, yeah, <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> what wow. was the significance of the red hair? What, like, it's like, okay, to he's bother me, renewed, renewed vigor. Like, he's like, he's stepping I into think the it next symbolizes part. anger. Anger, okay, yeah. There, I saw somebody say that it symbolizes something in in Korean, like 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 vitality or something. Sure, but um, it looks so bad. It was weird. <laughs> it looks really really bad. I saw. Okay, so one person's theory was that that was the only uh, men's or short haircut and on the pictures on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, if it was any, like he just like. He doesn't care, you know. He's he's not about the aesthetics or whatever. So yeah. he's just like, uh, give me that one, sure, whatever. And if it was a different haircut, he'd pick that one. You know, it's not like he picked yeah, the red. Why on did the writers put it in? Yeah, to bother me. No, it's just. No. <laughs> I, I don't so agree I, with that person. I feel like it's probably the symbolic thing, but yeah. I, it just looks horrible, and looks I wish they didn't do it. Really distracting, and it doesn't feel like a big enough payoff. And honestly, like it, it kind of ruined. Like I was like riding high. I was like, yeah. okay, this show's good. I'm I'm super into the show. This is great, and it really just took the wind out of my sails for that last few minutes. Yeah. Speaking of uh, last few minutes, wind out of your sails. Huh? No, Damn. I don't know. And also things we shouldn't do. I know some people are mad when we do series. We don't like doing series. They take a lot of work from us. Yeah. Uh, Squid Game. The thing with Squid Games, everybody's already seen. Yeah, it. we just figured everyone, yeah. most people were watching it anyways. Sorry if you didn't watch it. And if you do watch it, watch episodes one through four, and then six, and then just stop. What? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess if you're listening to this, you've already got all the <laughs> maybe, spoilers. Maybe so. even skip episode two when they go back outside of the Squid Game. You don't need that. Episode. You don't need that one. Well, well that's true. Ah, it's, it's character set, development. Read the sets, Wikipedia entry. <laughs> but it sets up all the stakes, like fair, the, all fair. the old ladies that are dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. Next week. Dun, 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 dun. Done. Fear is the mind killer. This box hurts my hand. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to face my gong jabar. you have to stick your hands into our gong jabar and hold it there. Hey, kid, put your hand in my box. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to listen. No. Anyways, come back next week to watch Dune or listen to us talk about Dune. Dune. The Benny Jesuit, man. So cool. All right. Benny Jesuit? (laughs) That's all right. (laughs) Hey, name's Benny Jesuit. Pleased to meet you. (laughs) All right. Sort of a witch. Not really. Yeah, guys.